You're listening to the New World To Go podcast with your hosts, Redbird and BDLG. Hello and welcome to another episode of New World To Go. I'm your host, Redbird, and with me is BDLG. Today we got a, a good one. Today we have the March PTR updates. Another good string of uh, changes to New World coming your way. Extremely excited, uh, Bordy. So let's hop right in here uh, with, with just what we call the main topic of the day. All right. Well, actually, we do have news. I just messed that up. Anyway, we'll ignore the fact that that was the main topic drop and move into the news. The only news that we have is that there's another duping bug in the game. Yet again, uh, we have uh, trading uh, disabled uh, for a short period of time. It's back up now. Uh, but, you know, uh, I think at this point, it's almost an expectation, I unfortunately that there's going to be some sort of duping bug every update. <laughs> um, for, you know, uh, but it seems like people haven't learned their lesson yet. They, they still tried to take advantage of it, and then they got banned. Uh, quite a bit of people got banned this time around, uh, Bordy. So uh, what are your, what's your take on uh, another round of duping? Uh, I mean, it's not good. You know, it's not a good look either. Uh, it is quite frustrating to continue to have these problems in the game, no doubt. But I think they do a good job of handling it. They took care of it pretty quickly, and hopefully they'll get all of the duped items out of the game. There has been reports that a lot of the duped items weren't removed, but hopefully they'll get that, they'll get that under control as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. It's unfortunate. It happened. We just got to deal with it and move on, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh... I think, you know, for the most part, uh, it was handled pretty quickly this time around. Trading disabled were for like a day or so, I think. Um, it's just, you know, it's one of those things that it's tough because it's impossible without people on the PTR trying to find these duping bugs uh, and, and then reporting them. Uh, they're never going to find them. So that that's one of the things like, you know what I mean? If they knew that a duping bug was going into the live client... Obviously, they'd want to take care of that before then. But, you know, a lot of the people that want to dupe uh, or that they want to try to exploit the game in that manner or have fun exploiting the game in that manner, if they find it on the PTR, they're definitely not going to report it. Uh, and I think yeah. a lot of those people don't even test the PTR. They just wait till it comes to live and then and then and then try to look for it. But, yeah, it's just one of those things uh, I thought it'd be worth at least bringing up on the podcast because, you know, uh, it, it, tr being, trading being disabled in the game is very detrimental to the overall gameplay. It's something, yeah. obviously, uh, it, it does, it shuts down any sort of personal commerce that you can de to develop through gathering and, and crafting and everything like that. And it does, you know, uh, kind of shut down some parts of the game. You know, if you're a, an, an archer, a bow user, a musket user, and, and you don't, have engineering up to a certain point you can't get ammunition uh which you know again uh can make it challenging to play the game especially the way you want to so hopefully uh that's resolved now and in the march one hopefully we can avoid that altogether. uh but that's you know that's about it for news uh we'll just jump right into the the uh main topic of the week which uh, we teased a little bit earlier which was the march update now, uh, we just got the February update, so it was pretty cool to see, like, within days of them having uh, this information in front of us. So, uh, we got uh, the official, uh, like, teaser, uh, you know, a few days uh, before this uh, that kind of teased what would be in this content. But, we, but soon after that, 
uh, we got the complete uh, set of PTR patch notes. So we're going to hop through those for you guys today. If you haven't looked through them, I know we've kind of broke this down in other avenues, our streams and such, but I think the podcast is a great uh, a great place to kind of react and go into these uh, in depth. So we're going to do that for you guys today. Uh, the first one is Tempest Heart, the Merc Guard Expedition. Uh, it is it is a new five-player expedition uh, that has a gear score requirement of 550 to 570. It basically sums up the uh, Isabella storyline. Now, they tease that this being the case quite a bit in the past. Uh, and, and one of the things I think is worth mentioning is I, I was hoping that this was going to be a raid, dude, but it's not. It, it's another five-man expedition. Uh, but I will say we've, we've been through it on the PTR and, and it is the best expedition that they put out by far. Uh, Bordy, I know you've played it. You have an opportunity to put up a guide on new world fans. What, what is your take on, on the Tempest heart, the newest expedition to new world? Yeah, yeah, man. I think they did a great job on the, on the uh, expedition. I think it's amazing to be honest. It's, it's really, really fun. There's some unique mechanics in there. Uh, one of the bosses in there is really difficult so far. It'll be interesting to see how they tune that up uh, coming off the PTR. I don't want to spoil too much for you guys. If you're interested in knowing all the mechanics, there is a guide up on newworldfans.com that I wrote uh, that uh, details everything that's in that dungeon. It, it's a pretty good experience, a pretty cool experience. The only critique I have is that a lot of the assets are reused. So so there's a lot of bosses in there that are bosses you've encountered before in the game. There are some unique bosses in there that if you haven't had a chance to do like an invasion or some of the other content in the game that you'll get to experience in the dungeon, which I think is really, really cool. Uh, there, it, It's fun. I think overall the visuals in there are absolutely stunning, man. It's an incredible experience. It's really fun. Uh, I just hope at some point in the future, they begin to add a little bit more diversity to the mob types. There are some new mechanics, which is cool. Um, but the, about the only critique I have is the mob, the the lack of mob variety in there, I guess. Uh, but other than that, man, yeah, it was a pleasant surprise. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I ran it several times now and had a lot of fun every time I ran it. Yeah, it, it is, uh, the visual, uh, aesthetics of the of the dungeon are second to none uh they did an amazing job with design i I will say that they do a great job always i think with visual and and audio uh, quality new world is really setting their uh, their selves apart there uh the mechanics are great there are some there's some uh, very cool like sections of the dungeon uh, as well that are unique uh like you said and so overall i think this is gonna be a great experience the mutation version of this i think it, it, which i i think we all think is coming for every expedition they put out is going to be insane i mean it, yeah. the regular dungeon of this uh particular difficulty is pretty hard uh so uh again good to have good quality uh challenging in-game content and uh it's great to see the final kind of stent of isabella's story so i think this is a good addition to the game obviously uh you know kind of sums up what would i i would assume to be the first uh, bit of New World, like the original launch content of New World, so that that kind of kind of yeah. uh, it creates an interesting question: is uh, you know uh, is what the next bit of information you know uh, content to be out of the game uh, could be like some sort of major expansion uh, at this point? Uh, so we we will see. I we we I think we've a lot of us know that arenas and and uh, an area called Brimstone Stands have been been worked on for a long time, so. Uh, we will see if that yeah. might be the next thing we get in New World. Uh, but the main storyline is being tied up. So 
uh, we'll see what that means uh, for New World later on. Uh, of course, another big thing that they added to New World is a blunderbuss, a, a new weapon. Uh, it's a strength scaling uh, primary weapon. It does secondarily scale off of intellect. So that, again, is a 90-65% split, if you're familiar with those split stat weapons. Uh, it, it is uh, basically uh, just a crazy version of a shotgun uh in in an mmo it, it's pretty comical on the ptr right now because everybody's running the blunderbuss and you're just getting mortar shot after mortar shot after it's a bit insane they need to turn down the volume of the mortar shot i know that for a fact uh because it gets crazy when you have 20 people firing uh, mortars everywhere but the thing is yeah. is dude so the the blunderbuss is that really i mean between this and the void gauntlet the the amount of utility and and design that goes into these new weapons is second to none there's so much depth to this weapon and how you can build it out and use it. I think the blunderbuss obviously needs a little bit of tuning uh, strength-wise, but but overall is a great weapon, Bordy. I know you've had a chance to hop in there and play it too. Uh, what's your take on, on the yeah. blunderbuss? Yeah, I mean, I've used it a lot. I, I've been playing with that thing a lot on the PTR, and I, I, I like it. I think the blunderbuss is a lot of fun. It's definitely very different than anything we have. Uh, available in the game now i think it's going to shake up the meta a little bit i think um it's going to add some spice to the game for sure it, it gives you a completely different play style you can pair it with a lot of different weapons because it scales off strength int. so there's a lot of variety there and a lot of ways you can make the blunderbuss very interesting and uh and it's fun man i really really have enjoyed using the weapon it is it is quite the interesting play style in new world it's something that i did not expect to come into the game i didn't expect it to function kind of how it functions i guess um it's kind of a pleasant surprise for me I, I i enjoy it i've seen some people on the ptr saying they don't like it but i think overall it's been uh, received fairly fairly well and I, I personally like it a lot man i think it's a, a lot of fun to use it's super fun uh to build out the weapon it has you know some abilities uh, i know that you know a lot of people run great axe uh blunderbuss right now uh, I did like a rapier build that I was just basically max out strength and intelligence and kind of went in for the one shot uh, combo and and then run away. Uh, there, you know, there's the mortar build. Uh, there's just it has a lot of CC and utility in it as well, which I think blends well with other weapons. I I know like sword and shield and and bl blunderbuss uh, is often ran in there. Pretty cool little stun locks into uh, you know a combo. Uh, yeah, the, I think the blunderbuss is going to expand the, uh, most importantly, I think, the strength uh, diversity in builds. Because right now, I think as a bruiser, you're just basically Warhammer Great Axe. And if you're doing anything different than that, you're kind of playing yeah. suboptimal. But the thing, you know, I think the blunderbuss might open up that play style a little bit with its uh, utility. Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about that, man. It's very interesting. The pull that it has on there, the claw is is pretty crazy the way it pulls you in. It is a little buggy on the PTR, but I, they'll have that fixed. I mean, the PTR is still super, super early right now, so that's why it's, everything's on the PTR, obviously, is to get all that, those kinks worked out. But yeah, man, overall, it's, it's a pretty neat weapon. Yeah, uh, and I look forward to see, you know, it's hard to tell what the impact of the meta will be exactly because on the PTR, like literally everyone's running a blunderbuss build unless you're <laughs> completely toxic 
uh, and then you're you're on there with them. Like it's just weird. Like just you'll have that one person in a forty person OPR match that insists on using the musket on the bridge yeah, to, to shoot people. Musket rapier. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, they're just on, sitting man. on the tallest uh, peak. Yeah, yeah. Which the is, tallest uh, peak in the PTR. Uh, it's so funny. Obviously, man, yeah. clearly a, a huge counter to the blunderbuss because because <laughs> the, I think that the blunderbuss actually has an effective range. Uh, similar yeah, to uh, you know the fire the fire staff and the life staff where you can't you can't hit people after a certain point. Uh, so well, it's yeah. way closer than that though. I mean it's close. You no, no, be I mean like close. Yeah. there is a range in which a fire staff light attack will won't go. Like it just won't oh, hit anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the same with the musket. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Where a musket yeah. can go infinitely, I think. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like it's still going to be hard countered by muskets and bows and on top of the mountain and stuff, but. But uh, just like regular bruiser builds, but but yeah, it, it's gonna be cool to see how the meta shakes out with a new weapon. Obviously, always, and this will, you know, this is again, we've stated this before on the podcast. New World is only like you know five or six months old at this point, and it's had several metas of of uh, different weapons being in power and stuff. So I think they're doing a good job keeping it fresh, and that aspect, and obviously yeah. introducing a new weapon helps out uh, tremendously. Uh, so, uh, one of the things obviously that you would assume are going to be added to the game with a new weapon is a new legendary quest. We're getting that, uh, world paintings. This is pretty interesting. I've been doing some housing stuff recently. Uh, you can now go and find easels in each territory. Uh, there should be two in each territory. If you find it, you get to pick up a painting that you can put in your house. I thought that was pretty dope. Pretty cool little, uh, addition. I think adding these little minor details to the game overall, Will just enhance the the uh, new player experience as as players come back to the new world and, and kind of find these things as well. Have you found one on the PTR? No, I haven't ever. I haven't looked for them. <laughs> Wasn't really something that yeah. uh, <laughs> I was interested so, in, but yeah, I, I have. I I went and searched some out, and um, they're cool. Don't get me wrong. I think they're fantastic additions to the game. I think it's a really neat like little point of interest that you can go find. It gives you an item whenever you. Uh, whenever you utilize it, but it's a, it's, it's, it's a little underwhelming to, to go up there because basically all you do is you walk up to the easel, you press E and nothing else happens. You just get a painting in your inventory. There's no, like, there's no, uh, animation or no, like cinematic where you like actually see like the canvas, um, the canvas picture, you know, I was hoping for some sort of like you interact with the easel, it's this panoramic view that your character sees. And then that's what the painting is like some sort of like cool, like something. And it's very underwhelming, man. You go, you click the, you click the easel and that's, that's literally all you do. You click the easel and you get a painting. You don't even know you got the painting uh, unless you look in your inventory. So it's like, uh, I was hoping like there was going to be these really cool Vista views. You interact with the, with the, with the thing and it just shows this really cool panoramic view. And I, I don't know, man, I, I, I was hoping for a little more, but overall it's cool. I, I do like the addition to the game. It's, it's nice to have those little, little uh, touches on the game for sure. Yeah, maybe you would think maybe they do like a sort of a Assassin's Creed type of thing at least, and like do like a, a cutscene of the panoramic of the scene that you're painting. Yeah, that's what I was hoping that for. Would add a yeah. little bit of the uh, kind of amazement to finding those paintings potentially, but uh, yeah, maybe yeah. they'll still add those to come. Uh, some more world experiences that they've added, which is kind of a theme of this uh, update. Uh, is uh, some Raffle Bone, the loot collector. Raffle Bones rummages yeah. around a turnum for lost treasures and goods. He will spawn all around the map at various levels in the, every territory. When players encounter Raffle Bones, they will have 45 seconds to kill him in order to get rewards or else they'll flee. It's basically 
a loot goblin uh, if you played Diablo or something like that or some other RPG. So it's a pretty cool mechanic here. Players will always be rewarded a named weapon, which I assume might be a legendary. In addition, level 60 players will be given obsidian gypsum for killing him. Raffle bones who are, are found in zones that go above level 60 will reward level 60 players 500 umbral shards. Pretty cool little thing to be added yeah. to the game. I really like the attention to detail here with uh, this uh, mob. I like it a lot, too. I've tried to search him out on the PTR. I've had no luck finding him yet because I wanted to see what he looked like, but I, I haven't had any luck finding him. I searched for a couple of hours the other night. No luck, but it is cool, man. I uh, love the addition of the extra umbral, umbral shards that you get from finding him. I think that's a great touch. Uh, 500 umbral shards is not... And that's not anything to sneeze at, man. That's more than you get from opening up a level 625 cast. You get 400 for those, and it's, it's a lot more than you get for uh, a lot of the mutations until you get to higher level uh, for golding some of the mutations. So I think it's pretty nice. Uh, I love the the additional way to progress your character versus just being stuck doing mutations. Now you have OPR to get umbrals. You have cast to get umbrals. You have crafting to get umbrals. You have uh, high-end quests to get umbrals in Reekwater, uh, in Ebenscale, and in, um, in Shattered Mountain. And now you have this guy that you can find randomly to get umbrals. I, I love it, man. I think it's really cool. I think adding him to the game is a pretty cool addition to just be randomly wandering around in the open world and find him is, is pretty neat to me. I like it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so there's another one, Stinky the Hunter. Stinky yeah. the Legendary Hunter can be found wandering around swamps and weaver's fen through the day while the night he retreats in his humble abode. Stinky can drop three named items for level 30 players. Uh, yeah, again, couldn't find him either. Really cool. Maybe they're not in the game, is potentially <laughs> the case. We've, yeah, we found that to be the option <laughs> uh, with PTR patches in the past. So maybe the they mentioned you know the, the Umbral Shard drops in the OPR, and that didn't happen until the very end of the... Uh, the uh, PTR update. So maybe this is the case with these. Uh, the Forgotten Yeti, uh, and then and then some other like roadside encounters, Unbound Island, and Adramatus. So again, just some items, just some more like uh, open world features that they've added to the game. I think extremely good. Uh, a lot of bat bug fixes, bug fixes here. Sorry, as well. Um, you know, Bordy, the the big changes start to come in down in the later part. Uh, when you talk about uh, expeditions, now we kind of obviously have have stressed our, you know, you particularly have stressed your your uh, distaste for the orb system, uh, you know, and a lot of the current setups of the ex, ex or expeditions. So basically, there were some changes here. The orbs are still in the game, uh, guys. Uh, in case you were wondering, but. Uh, now it only requires one person to be at the door. I thought that was a really good, good quality of life change. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I think that that will at least help, right? Because now, basically, obviously, kind of comes at a at a not uh, so impactful time because now tra fast travel is basically free. <laughs> but uh, at least now you can be off doing whatever you want, and the person that is basically it means the person that has the orb has to go to the door, and the rest of the people don't. So I think overall yeah. that's a, a pretty good change. Um, the uh, that's the mainly the only expert or the uh, big update in the expedition department. Orbs are still in the game. Uh, there are no new mutations coming with this patch. We've learned. Uh, so that was interesting to me, Bordy. I, I thought for sure we would get the last three mutations here, but we did not. 
Yeah, I think it's going to take them a while to add those mutations. I remember in the uh, one of the developer interviews they did, they said it was a little bit trickier to add those those mutations than the other ones. And I guess maybe the scaling because they're lower level mobs or something in there. I, I I don't know. I don't know how that works. But but uh, yeah, it'd be nice to at some point get those in there. But can I just say, man, this patch so far, like everything in the patch notes and everything I played on the PTR so far has been excellent. There's a few buggy things, obviously, but that's why the PTR is out there. But man. Dude, I'm incredibly excited about this patch. Last patch for February, in my opinion, was really, really good. It's been a, it's been a lot of fun to to uh, jump in OPR and play that, and it's been awesome to be able to fast travel around for little to no Azoth. That that has been amazing because now I can manage my inventory better. Things are things are just so much better. Uh, and now with this next patch coming up too, that's on the PTR now, all the things that are coming. Not only are we getting uh, some new content with the blunderbuss and a new dungeon. Uh, we're also getting so many quality of life fixes, man. It's so good. It's so good, man. It, it makes me very happy. Yeah. Um, one of the quality of life uh, changes that are coming to this patch is inventory while moving. We've been asking mm -hmm. them for this forever. Awesome. The, the, the yeah. only complaint I have here, dude, is the binding. Uh, I used to do mass salvaging, and now it completely, it, it, I've died to this. Uh, yeah. so <laughs> I need to make sure I, I learn this before it hits live because yeah, now, uh, the S button does not, uh, do your mass savage, but it will move you around while you're in the inventory. Uh, so, uh, again, a great change, a great quality of life change here. You can move while managing your inventory. Uh, it's C now, by the way. Yeah. The salvage yeah, yeah, yeah. got you. Yeah. It got yeah. changed from control S to control C. Um, but yeah, you can move around in the in the uh, inventory uh, or while in your inventory, like when you're auto running and stuff. So, uh, you know, just one thing that I think people wanted. It's it's a minor quality of life thing, but it, it is good that it's in the game. Uh, in combat system. Uh, so the, the, this is what's kind of challenging to me or something that I've had problems with in the PTR is this system. So basically the new combat system tracks when players are actively engaged in sort of combat. Uh, when a player is in combat, their health, mana, and stamina bars will become visible, and a crossed sword will be active in the bottom of the right. While this in this state, players are not able to change abilities or equipment. This uh, re uh, replaces the previous function that pre prevented abilities and equipment from being changed while abilities were on cooldown. This is a dude. I don't know, man. I. Obviously, this takes a little bit of getting used to, but overall, I'm not sure about this change. One of the things that always frustrated me is when I'm setting in town and I and and I just use the movement ability. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and uh, I couldn't change the cooldown. And, and sometimes in combat, when you need to fix, you know what I mean? You maybe went in with the wrong build. Maybe you had your PT, PPP build, and you get into a dungeon. There are some issues uh, with with uh, changing the skills on the fly or changing your your loadout with your you know your um, consumables and everything like that. So they did institute this new system, but the system kind of behaves in a similar manner. Where if you had problems with the old system, the new system is basically the same, but it's even more it's even more uh, regulatory where it's like you cannot now, if you're in combat, like if you're in a boss fight, you cannot change anything. You are stuck with that loadout until you either die or the boss dies. Uh, so what do you, what do you think about this? This is an interesting change to me uh, because I, I don't know, I don't know where this came from prompt wise, but maybe it was just something they thought needed to be in the game. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. It doesn't really affect me too much. I don't know. If I'm going to go into a boss fight, I'm just going to prepare for it ahead of time and throw on my build. And if it doesn't work, then I'll just throw on a different one the next build. Like, I typically don't change builds on the fly in the middle of a boss fight. I've never found myself doing that. It's never been a problem. Uh, it, sometimes it is a little bit of an, uh, of an annoyance whenever you're trying to switch your weapons out and things are still on cooldown and you can't do that. And I think this should fix that because you ought to be able to use an ability in town and if you're not, as long as you're not actively engaged in combat, you ought to be able to switch it out, right? That's the way I understand it. I've kind of tried to test this on the PTR a little bit. Didn't put a lot of emphasis on it because to me, it's not a huge deal, man. Like, I don't care either way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's supposed to behave that way uh, where you can change things in town, even though you blow a cooldown. But I'm not sure that that works. I'd have to test that myself. Uh, the next bit of changes uh, here were from the general changes in the combat system. So, you know, they updated, this is a big one. They updated the holding stash of, of your uh, ammunition. It's going to go from 500 now to 1,000. Yeah. Another big, a good quality of life change uh, <laughs> for, for people that use ammunition here. Yeah, that and, uh, and uh, the infinite ammo, which is incredible. Yeah. Infinite ammo, uh, uh, like you're, yeah. you're anything added. Players that can now fire ranged weapons uh, without equipping ammunition. If no ammo is equipped, an ammo counter will not be displayed. Uh, obviously, I think it defaults to what the lowest base damage, which is times one uh, from your yeah. ammunition. Yeah. So you won't have to go. You know, if you're just jacking around or leveling your weapon, you won't have to buy uh, iron or wait, what is the lowest one? It's iron, right? Iron flint. arrows. Yeah, or, flint. No, it's, it's oh, flint. Flint uh, arrows or flint yeah. ammunition to do that. So Yeah, so basically flint gives you a multiplier of like times one, right? And then iron is like times one point, whatever, 1.1 1 .1 or whatever the multiplier is. So now for flint, they completely removed that ammunition from the game. It's no longer there. So now you get just infinite ammo whenever you use your, your weapon. So there is still orichalcum and star metal and all those other different types of ammo in the game that would give you additional damage if you equip them. But now if you run out of orichalcum while you're in the middle of a dungeon, you can still use your weapon. It's still usable. You're just going to do less damage. So you'll do base damage versus the 1.25 or however much at 1.3, whatever the multiplier is for Orc Alchem. I don't know off the top of my head, but that's uh, that, that dude. It's to me, it's a, it doesn't change. 1.2. There you go. So, and plus, and plus, ammo is weightless now, which is incredible. So now you can just stack a whole bunch of ammo and, and carry it around with you. And then you, it's also stacks of a thousand. So you can draw, drag stacks of a thousand onto your hot bar. It's such a good quality of life change, in my opinion. And now you don't have to worry about those moments where you don't have any ammo. At least you can still use your weapon, which is absolutely awesome. And I, I think these changes are incredible, dude. I love them. I'm not even a range player. I don't use musket. I don't use bow. But for those people that do, I'm incredibly happy for you because I think this is 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 incredible. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um. I personally, I, I wish they would have took it one step further and maybe done like uh engineering i know it's challenging because engineering one of the main ways they make money at this point is ammunition uh but maybe you look at like some maybe like gun holster or uh or um like a quiver. quiver yeah to where it's just like something that yeah once you get that equipment piece for your bow maybe like an off it's like an offhand weapon like goes in your shield uh slot you don't have to worry about ammunition. I just find it to be a little bit annoying still. Uh, and I would, and trust me, uh, when I played WoW back in 2003 or whatever, when there were hunters were there, it annoyed me then. And it's just kind of like one of those things. that's like I don't know. I feel like it's a it's a mechanic as a as a bow user or a musket user that it's not. I don't find to be that fun. But maybe that's just me being. Uh, 
uh, I guess, uh, well, tented or <laughs> damaged from from years of yeah. worrying about ammunition and MMOs. I just felt like we were probably past that, and, and it's just continuing to be a problem in, in New World. But these changes do make that a lot better, that's for sure. Yeah, I think the ammunition thing is a carryover from whenever the game was more of a survival-style MMO, right? Like, it's one of those mechanics that they're still struggling with, and they're gradually uh, getting away from because now it's a full-fledged, you know, MMO versus this versus this survival full-loop PvP MMO they had before, which, in that situation, it makes sense to have that in the game. Um, that's It's a very common survival mechanic to have to craft your ammunition and run around and use it. Whenever you run out, then you're just kind of like, it is what it is. Um, but I think now they're kind of, since they've been pushing away from that, it's just going to take some time. And I, I would not be surprised one bit if six months from now, we don't have ammunition at all. And, and it is something like a quiver or a, or an ammo pack or something that you equip and you use that in engineering and you create one of those and then you're done. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they push in that direction at all, because that's the direction that this game has been heading. That's the trajectory that this game has been taking. Uh, but this is just, it, it is hundred percent a carryover from whenever it was a survival game. And it is what it is. We're still we're still having to deal with remnants of that, and and I think that over time it'll be it'll be taken out. To me, it doesn't bother me that much because again, I don't really use those weapons, so so it is what it is. I guess. Yeah, and I think you know it's interesting because I think maybe this is one of the reasons why they might have a little bit of challenge balancing those two weapons. Uh, I know for like base damage wise, uh, the bow and the musket do an insane amount of of basic attack damage. Uh, I've seen like bow bow users hit for like five k. On a, on a quick attack or, or a light attack, so I think this this multiplier might be one of the main reasons why uh, that is so problematic, and, and maybe there'll be something that, like you said, they'll address later in, in other patches. Uh, you know, again, we got some weapon balances here. Uh, you know, not not a lot of significant things here uh, that I saw, Bordy. I don't know, maybe if you picked on a few of the weapon changes that should be. Uh, you know, uh, impactful to the meta, but but a lot of balancing things here, a lot of fixed issues versus like nerfs to abilities here. Yeah, I mean, they really went through and adjusted a lot of the item perks again, and some other things. Just a lot of balancing. I don't know if this, if these, if these changes are as um, as prominent as the ones that we've seen in February. And right now, I don't even know that it's worth completely going over all of them because they are going to change the PTR changes without a doubt. So maybe whenever these hit live, or maybe whenever the PTR gets closer to being done, we can go over all the weapon changes. I feel like right now there's. They're just balancing things and adjusting things, and uh, I, it might be a little too early to just go super in-depth with all of these changes until they kind of get things a little bit more fleshed out on the PTR. Yeah, and, and I think, too, uh, one of the things that is kind of probably in their mind and why they didn't nerf a lot of uh, weapons is the meta still hasn't really shaken out uh, on live yet. We, we just got a bunch of those changes from the February update, so it kind of be silly to change anything when they hadn't got any player feedback from february so i th- I do think that y- you're right and they will eventually um you know make changes and if they do it'll it'll be in the later patch or the later part of the patching of the ptr before it comes to live uh so yeah, he- sure. here's some really good ones uh now outpost rush uh consumables will auto equip to your uh inventory that's a big one you can queue now from uh, out for Outpost Rush from anywhere on the map, which I think is what one of my favorite uh, what changes in this uh, patch string. 
Hands down, man. Whenever whenever the patch notes read that you can only do like war or invasions from the map, um, you can all you can queue for those from the map, but you can also press escape in the PTR. And there is a there is a icon that says modes. You click on modes and then you can queue for OPR from modes, which is absolutely incredible. And modes also like is an indicator that we may be getting like additional modes at some point soon you know what i mean maybe arenas or something so it's kind of cool that is a huge change for me and i absolutely love that one man yeah yeah uh another one that, that we didn't mention uh, that i think is really good is player collision in pve that's no longer going to be the case i know one of the things that made it challenging as a as a spear dps player is is the collision you had especially when you took you throw an oblivion and all those uh mutation multipliers and 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 uh mechanics Dude, running into another melee player and affecting your positioning yeah. and 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 causing you to get hit by other people's like oblivions and stuff was annoying. So now, uh, now that has been fixed. I think that's another really really good change. Um, let's see here. I just want to make sure. Yeah, that's only for. But that's only for. That's only for invasions, PVE, like open world stuff. That does not apply for outpost rush and war. So in those two particular instances, there still is player collision. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um and I think the main problem I ever had with player collision was in PvE anyway. So uh, it yeah. doesn't make sense to not have it in PvP or to yeah, to not have it. Uh so one of the I'm trying to make sure I, I hit touch base on all these changes. There are a lot of good ones here. Um so one of the big ones is the change to war. Uh, the defenders will no longer be able to respawn on points A, B, and C, which I think is absolutely huge for the game. I think that's going to shake up the meta quite a lot for wars, without a doubt. And I think that is just a um, kind of an indication or kind of a push towards the the defender side, be, or the, yeah, the defender side being so heavily weighted towards winning, like the eighty percent, twenty percent win rate defender versus attacker. And so now the attackers will have a little bit more of an advantage because they'll be able to spawn on points, and the defenders won't. I think that's going to change war up quite a lot and i think that's a fantastic step in the right direction for balancing the wars for sure yeah uh i think it was 80 percent was the win rate for defensive people in wars mm -hmm. at this point so hopefully this will help balance that out uh that is a really good change uh that is coming with this patch uh, or that's in there this patch uh some economy changes uh, that that are there are you will get half of the original purchase price when abandoning in a house. This is this feels really good uh, because uh, before it was like you know basically it was just a loss, right? If you want to move, if your city falls to poop and you want to move, you you lose all of your investment, and that's pretty significant when you're talking about owning tier four houses and spending twenty k gold and and then having to lose that and buy a different house. Uh, so that's a good, pretty good change there. Uh, doubled the storage bonus of all chests, which is another great change uh, to storage and inventory management. They adjusted this, the description of storage chests and trophies to better accurately display this. And, and one of the big things here that, that kind of goes into that is now you will be able to manage your, your storage from any place on the map so that the, the, you won't have to own the territory or, or your faction won't have to own the territory for you to be able to manipulate your storage across the board now. Yeah, which is absolutely incredible, man. I think one of the big, huge changes for the February patch was a reduction in Azoth travel. That definitely made it a lot easier to manage inventory, but inventory management has been a pain point for a lot of players for long for a very long time. So now 
the way it was now or the way it is now on live is you have to own two your your faction has to own two territories before you can before you can move items between between storages and even then the fee is so big that you're not going to even want to do that right so you're not going to want to take something out of everfall and put it in morningdale if you own both right because the fee is so large well now there is no fee to move between storages and you can do it between every storage is so good man so you can stand in one storage and manage your inventory across all it's it's very very nice i am uh, incredibly excited for that change as well so good so you know you start to kind of tally together again uh Bordy, the the new expedition which ties together this story event uh from the first original patch you have a lot of these big quality of life issues that players have been kind of saying like this is like a thing in the game that's not fun now being tied up as well you have the quick fast travel thing uh and you have the storage management thing two things that that just was a constant negative to to new world and and the overall gameplay and those are also getting resolved with this patch uh overall man between the february and the march update it just seems like they're heading in a very good direction for the long-term health of the game and uh, I just uh, I'm excited to see what the final iterations of these patches include because they've they you know in the past especially the February update they've added even bigger features and changes to those to patch two and patch three yeah. of the PTR so I'm excited to see what they can do uh, within the next few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. The changes that they've made, all of these changes, I think, are coming as a direct result from player feedback. And so it's like the amount of, at which they listen to the players and implement things is pretty astounding, man. I don't think they get enough praise for that because there is like all of these changes that are coming in in March are incredible. And they, they are absolutely a direct result from what players have been saying they don't like in the game. And so now they're adjusting those uh, for us. And, and, and it's going to make a huge difference logging into the game and having these changes in there. Another change that I really, really am excited about, Red, is that no longer are there downs and outpost rush you know how many people have been uh, asking for that change they finally implemented it bro yes it's gonna be awesome i think you're gonna start seeing some people put up some massive numbers in opr because there are a lot of people that get a lot of kills that don't get credit for those kills because there's the sneaky little healer sitting behind them shooting them with their life staff well that's no longer gonna be a thing and i for one am super excited about that i i, I like that a lot and uh all of those all of these little things they're changing it's just making it's it's making the game better. It's getting pushed in, a, in definitely a great direction right now. I think there's a long road ahead of New World still to make this game uh, a a really 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 good MMO. Um, but I dude, they're definitely headed in the right direction, and I'm man, I'm excited for it. Yes, uh, that is a, a a gigantic quality of life improvement. I never yeah. tilt more uh, than when I'm in outpost <laughs> rush and and, and uh. you get kills stolen from you. It, it uh it was a kind of a silly mechanic uh, that uh that it really needed to be changed and, and they heard those pleas and made that change so yeah uh, just insane uh, amounts of changes here in this patch we didn't cover all of them i think we covered most of the big ones though if you're interested in the in the full patch notes uh, we have a link over in new world fans and, and then also you can go check the forums in the ptr section as well just uh again guy uh, it's just good to to be a new world fan uh at this point and see these changes that they're making to the game uh they they really are important i think to build a foundation uh that's healthy before they bring out another or a large section of con uh, content and try to bring people back yeah. to the game and and, and that's kind of i guess what i was alluding to with with all the the big changes is i think this is really 
you know, has the opportunity to build a foundation to lay a big chunk of content on to where not only will they be able to start at level one and kind of feel like they're, they're progressing because that, you know, just February, they, I think it was February, they reduced the amount of XP gained to level. So that should speed up leveling. And now once you hit max level, you're going to be able to, you're going to be showered with umbral shards and, and with uh, gypsum casts and, and, and that will help you get up to that item level where you need to compete with mutations. They have these new level expeditions. They have, you know, Outpost Rush in a, in a very good state, I think, in, in this PTR patch, especially uh, with the removal of the down state and, and the being able to queue from anywhere. So, dude, overall, I just I think New World's heading in a great direction. I'm just excited to see what big chunk of content they have planned to lay on top of all these good groundworks. Yeah, same. It's a, it's an exciting time for sure, and it's going to be exciting to see where the game lands by the end of the year. I think it's going to be in that's, a much better spot. Yeah, that's that is the. I think the one thing that that I unfortunately the MMO community uh, overlooks is New World is still very new, and it takes some time to build up a content base that can keep players around long term. And I think the first year of New World so far has been very progressive. They continue to work on fixing those issues that might be deterrents of people making New World their main game. And by the end of the year, we, we would have a, at least a year and a half worth of content that, that could really uh, set New World apart from other MMOs. Uh, because I think the, you know it still has that firm foundation of a great combat system, of a unique world, of fantastic environmental design and sound design. The, and, and the crafting system and, and the gathering systems are second to none in the MMO space. So I really think it's just a matter of when, right? Not if uh, for New World. When yeah. will they get enough content in the game to keep people around long term? And I think, uh, to your point, it could be this year. It could be by the end of the year. So uh, obviously we're excited about New World's future. Uh, we're excited, uh, again, to be covering the game for you guys continually. And uh, the March PTR update just reaffirms our our feelings, I think, of, of being excited. So a uh, great job by the New World team. All right, Bordy, so let's hop right over here to the final segment of the show, the Company of the Week. All right, man, so this week's Company of the Week is the Raid Horde. Yeah, man, the Raider Horde, the region OCE. And uh, I don't know if this server is still correct or not because of all the mergers that have gone on. Mm. So I'll let you guys go check them out. I don't want to announce them. Their server was Agartha. I'm not sure if that's still a server or not, but they are a Marauder company. Uh, their language is English, focus is PvP. They are currently recruiting. So it says that they are Australian uh, and they're on Agartha. If that's still a, if that's still a server, if not, then I'm sure you can reach out to them via their discord, which I have linked below and you can figure out exactly where they are. If you're interested in being a part of the Raider horde. So it says they are the Raider horde, a war frenzy champions born and bred for battle. They're hard and still an experience of sharpness for victory. We're on, we are looking for more members of our fold to join our fold and our ranks. If you think you have what it takes to be a Raider, then test your might and join us in Forging New World. So it sounds like they are very interested in PvP. It says the requirements are 18+. plus. You must be interested in PvP. You must be willing to learn. And it says they're looking for a good group of mates. And it just says, don't be a jerk. Basically, uh, I'm not going to use the, the, the verbiage they have no, on there. That's a good the rule for there, everybody, can, I think, you can stop being yeah. a jerk. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So it says their focus, their, their main focus is PvP. Uh, and wars, basically. So if you guys are interested in that, go check them out. They're uh, called the Raider Horde. So go go check them out, guys. We'll make sure we link them everywhere this podcast can be found. All right. And we thank you to them and all our Patreons for supporting us over New World fans. 
Uh, if you want your uh, company promoted on the on the show, don't forget to go over and, and click a or uh, build a link over there for your company, and and you'll. Did have you just put something in your mouth, man? Yeah, Are you I did. like I ending mean, this ending I mean, the stream with like? Yeah, it's not, dude. It, it, we're recording a podcast. It's not a lunchtime. No one what are cares. You doing? Uh, they, 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 they know they're probably eating too. They're driving and eating. It's it's fine. Uh, but they're not trying to record a podcast while they're uh, eating. They're, oh, yeah, geez, we're, we're please, sharing man. a meal together. If you're listening to the podcast right now and you're eating, just know that I care about communion. And, and, and Bordy doesn't. He doesn't want to have dinner with you. I'd love to have dinner. Invite me to dinner anytime. I'll, I'll be there. Bordy, uh, he's, he's not interested. Uh, thanks for I'm listening, guys. Respectful We're, to the viewers. And, and so am I by sharing a meal with the them. Listeners. I'm sharing oh a meal with gosh, them. Very dude. respectful, in my opinion. Super thanks for listening, guys. Podcast, we really it. appreciate it. Uh, Bordy's uh, happy to be here, too. Uh, we appreciate you guys Always. listening. And we will see you on another episode of New World to Go.